Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 220. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast after this one. But uh, this being our entertainment pod, what say we get entertained, Andy? How about we kick things off with what we kind of brushed on on the sports pod, I presume, uh, regarding Warner Media. Yeah, Warner Media, the uh, the parent company of you know HBO and Turner, so CNN, uh, all these these big things. The uh, the operator of HBO Max, uh, they've been owned by AT and T for a few years, and AT and T's made a lot of changes. A lot of people at the top have lost their jobs and replaced new people, and uh, their big initiative was getting people on HBO Max and all that stuff. Uh, AT&T took out, out a lot of debt in order to buy Warner um, and they've regretted it ever since and they've been trying to get rid of it or uh, sell off parts of the company uh, in order to you know lower their debts uh, but they've they haven't had a lot of luck but event- so eventually they just made the decision uh, this week that they're going to be spinning off Warner Media from AT&T uh, so and then also merging it with Discovery, uh, and it is it is a interesting transaction how that's all structured. Uh, essentially, Discovery is going to merge into Warner Media, except that Discovery's management is really going to be in charge. So, like the current the current head of Warner Media is, is he's going to be out, uh, so that the people in charge of Discovery will will kind of take that over and. Discovery already has their own streaming service, so I don't know how it's going to work, but I imagine it's all just going to be together. Uh, but it says if you, seventy-one um, percent of the new company will be owned by existing AT and T shareholders. So it's like if you own shares in AT and T, you will now own shares in this new company, whatever that's going to be called. Um, so what does that mean for you as a consumer? It probably just means you're going to get Discovery. In with HBO Max, that's that's not a, that's not bad. Good, I got a free year. I wouldn't renew after that, but I mean, come like Halloween time, they got some spooky things on there. I want to watch. Yeah, I don't know what they really got on that streaming service. Uh, just like Bear Grylls stuff, or why well, I already uh, remember I told you I enjoyed the uh, Bobby and Giada yes. Take Italy or whatever. I finished. That's what's that. hard for me is I would assume that's like a Food Network thing. Well, remember that's but, a part of it. Is it? Did I look it up when we talked about this? Yeah, we talked about it on here, I don't know, last week. <laughs> I don't know what Discovery So owns. Discovery Plus, on this app, they have their own originals. They have HGTV. They have the Food Network. They have TLC. They have ID, Own, Travel, Discovery Channel, Planet Earth, Magnolia Network, Animal Planet, A&E, History, Lifetime. I can go on. Yeah, that's something. So they've got a lot of things. So that was just only going to strengthen whatever this new company, Warner Media slash Discovery is going to be. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a lot. So or maybe they'll keep it stuff separate. I don't know, but they're going independent. It, what it means is that Warner won't have the AT&T executives, you know, over them anymore. So I think some of the decisions they made were questionable. I think there's been some just... 
they kind of wasted they, they wasted what I think is is the best service. HBO Max has the best content, yet it is not even close to being the most popular. Uh, yeah. it, was a, it was a wasted opportunity. So maybe they'll do better now. Maybe, but I don't know what that means. I don't know, or 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 it could go worse. That I know a lot of the longtime HBO people were forced out. And that was concerning. It's like, why would you do that? HBO is so successful. Yeah, they're above, um, you know, the premium subscription channels like Showtime. Like they're, you can cancel Showtime. You never cancel HBO. Yeah, but but I think HBO still still seems to be putting out good stuff that people like. So uh, even after the long time, people have been gone. But but thinking about it quickly, at least, when was the last Sopranos level show? Like Game of Thrones, yeah, it was like a thing that people watched, but I mean, it sucked. Like if you think about it, like it was, I don't know, I didn't enjoy much of that show really. Uh, it was action. Uh, I couldn't understand any of the talking, so that was annoying. But like The Sopranos, like it was one of the greatest shows ever made. Yeah, Deadwood, I think, was really good. Like all of those kinds of shows. What was the last one? So, yeah, I think they've they've struggled to hit both ways like The Sopranos did, where it was super popular and super well-regarded, except, I mean, Game of Thrones was. Game of Thrones, but that was kind of, people were like, what? Game of Thrones won, like, the Emmy for Best Drama in that final season, which everyone thinks sucks. But I think early Game of Thrones was great. I think it, it lost its way after, I'd say after uh, spoilers, after Joffrey dies, it kind of... yeah. It's kind of like well, it lost it lost some of its magic, I would say. Um, but like but things again, like also, uh, wasn't that like ten years ago now? Yeah, yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, that's when it aired. Uh, it was two thousand eleven. So I feel like they need to go back on their hands and knees and beg to bring back the people that were responsible for getting these shows on the air. And I get well, this is know, a different world. It. No one watches anything, but everyone watches everything at the same time. So. Will we even even have that kind of caliber show again? So they they're making a, a spinoff. Oh, I could give like a shit thing? about the prequels to Game of Thrones. Well, I, I won't they watch are making it. it I know, but I, I don't think that'll. I, I want it a standalone. This is an original idea thing. Sure, it could be a book or anything like that. But I don't want. Well, this has a built-in audience, so this will be our Avengers. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see anything like that probably ever again. Like Amazon's doing the Lord of the Rings show. That they're spending a ton of money on, um, but I think I think yeah, Game of Thrones was just kind of a, a right time thing. Uh, but yeah, HBO's had good stuff, and we'll we'll talk about we got one one show that uh, that they have that we'll we'll talk about here, and then uh, and and what I'm watching, I was going to talk about one of their their good things that they got going right now, but uh, things like uh, Chernobyl that was very well that received. was phenomenal, but also that was like a mini series. Yeah, and then The Watchmen is very well received, also a mini series. Um, so they've been those are both well very good. They've been doing well with miniseries, but getting something that comes back and then yeah. And, and Sopranos <laughs> did what seven seasons or something? Yeah, and then I don't know if you ever saw it was a uh, Doug Allen was kind of upset that like he can't he can't work in the town anymore. He says like no one he can't get a show made because yeah, the, I mean the opinions of Entourage have gone such in the toilet. I mean. Part of it, I'd say, is probably his fault and that the show wasn't as good in later seasons. But if you go back and watch like season one, you're like, oh, that can't be made today. It's like, yeah, yeah of course. I <laughs> saw some of that article where he was saying, you know, this is exactly how Hollywood was, you know, 20 yeah, almost was, years ago. He was clearly, like, clearly accurate. You saw the stuff with that one producer that Scott Rudin, where it was like 
just an awful monster. And it's like, yeah, so he wasn't, uh, Ari was a real character. He was a authentic character. He might've been an asshole, but that was actually the truth, how people were. So, yeah. And that was, you know, an entertaining show, but I mean, like different, it was like a sitcom almost where it's like, you like them, but it's not like the, that time in the, you know, the, you know, how everyone quotes like Godfather, or, you know, quotes the Sopranos when they talk about, you know, the last scene when he's talking about how he died and you know, nothing happened. It's like, those are, are different level, different caliber series versus, you know, the sitcom, if you will, on like that was Entourage. Yeah. I still, I mean, I loved that show. Uh, I don't watch it anymore, but I thought it was entertaining and fun and, you know, gave you a taste of what Hollywood was probably like. You know what HBO has right now? And I still have yet to watch it because it was always like, oh, I'll put off watching it until Serpico. You know, a little, little later. No, I'm talking about a series oh. that uh, is well received, well uh, reviewed. Uh, and season three is coming out soon is Succession. Yes. Okay. So. I so forgot that's, about that's that their, one because it's probably been their so big long. thing. That's probably their I big thing. I do like right that now. one a lot. Yeah, but they still do well with comedies. I mean, uh, Barry season three is going to come out end of this year, next year or something. Um, yeah, I suppose COVID also kind of screwed everything up because I, for, I forgot all of these shows. I love Succession. I learned to play that on the piano. In fact, their theme song. Yeah, I couldn't play it anymore because it's been two years since I even heard the theme song. But yeah, so. There's more competition and things are, are not – they don't come back every year like that anymore. It just shows are I mean you've got like Curb Your Enthusiasm, a great HBO show that's just like whenever the fuck I feel like it, I'll make a show. That's how it works. <laughs> hey, it's so. fine with me. Uh, that They are filming right now though, I did see. Yes, they are. So, so that's great. Richard Lewis is not in it but says he hopes to be in next season. Yeah. Okay. Again, Larry David can do what he wants. It's like you're not canceling me. I'm – I'll make a show when I want. Yeah. Um, so as we're talking about HBO, why don't I just bring up the other news I had about an HBO series. Uh, Righteous Gemstones is coming back for a season two. Well, yeah. uh, they're filming right now and they, they uh, revealed three additions to the cast that uh, I'm excited about. Uh, number one, Eric Andre, who I think is, is an insane comic performer um, is supposed to be playing like a rival um, pastor. So, that's going to be something that'll be Uncle interesting. Baby Billy's still in it. I would assume so. His show got his CBS show got canceled too, so I would assume he's he's free. Okay. Um, and then uh, Jason Schwartzman is going to be in it. So he's, he's worked with uh, HBO before. That. He's, yeah, he's, that's uh, still fun. one of the best like fun little side shows to watch. Bored to death. Ted Danson, Zach Galifianakis, and Jason Schwartzman. It's so great. It's like, yeah. That, that that could be something they could bring back. I don't think it ever got like enough attention, but like that was completely like, like kind of brushed under the rug. Like it wasn't, from what I recall, it wouldn't be like canceled today. Like he was a detective, like on the side while he was a writer, and he drank a lot of white wine, and yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> like, and then uh, the last, the last one, Eric Roberts is going to be playing. Uh, an old friend of uh, John Goodman's character. So I dig that. That's phenomenal. Yeah, he is uh, an interesting actor. He's in 80 movies a year. Yeah. His his whole thing is, if you pay me, I'll come be in your movie. Like, I'm not going to learn the script. I thought the DA but... just played golf with the mayor, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so that that's exciting. That show is 
is pretty great. And I guess it's it's also like Dan McBride's kind of got that deal, I think, with HBO is yeah, whatever you want to come make, come do it on your schedule. Bring your people in and we'll put it out. So Yeah, I mean his show is also kind of one of those that we uh we didn't bring up of uh uh Eastbound and Down. That was a yeah, that wasn't like winning Emmys or something. It but was, it was a hurricane <laughs> when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. Okay. Um, yeah, that's great casting. And any estimated date of air for that? I would assume the fall. You know, that's that's some that lines up with them filming right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, although if they're they're filming all this stuff right now, if I'm, I think I, I think Barry, Righteous Gemstones, and Curb Enthusiasm, they're all they're not. All One of those is getting, <clears throat> getting pushed to January for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of casting, tell us more about Knives Out 2. Uh, we've got even more people added to the cast. So the, the first Knives Out had a really deep cast of, of people. And so now that's they're going to follow up. Same thing with the Knives Out 2. Uh, so Catherine Hahn coming off of WandaVision has been out of the cast. So she was kind of, I don't want to say a breakout star because she's been in a lot of things before and she's well known and a, a really good performer. But uh, I think I brought a lot of attention to her, uh, that show that she was. Wait, is she in Step Brothers? Yeah. Catherine Hahn of Step Brothers. Yes. Okay. Among other things. But uh, so she was really good as the uh, friend, I guess, in, in WandaVision. So now she's going to be in Knives Out too, along with, uh, Janelle Monet, who's a singer, but also she's acted a lot. Uh, she was in like, um, Moonlight and I know she had a movie this year that was like horribly received, but I think she's talented. Uh, and then Leslie Odom Jr. of, um, Hamilton. So it's like, it's, I don't even the, have that on IMDb. Andy, you're, you're breaking news here. What? That's not even in the cast news on here. Well, it's confirmed today. You're confirming it as we're hearing it because this is yeah. not on IMDb. So, um, yeah, he was. So it looks like he was nominated for an Oscar for One Night in Miami, which came out this last year. And then, yeah, most most well known for uh, Hamilton. Um, and then those terrible like uh, insurance commercials like they're for where you'd sing. And I'm like, you sell out. You're singing insurance commercials. I don't know. Um, You're talking about Drake? <laughs> no. I forgot what it was. I think it was like he was singing nationwide. You know the nationwide jingle? You'd like sing it. Hmm. And I'd be like, okay, I guess. I'm sure being on Broadway doesn't get you paid all that well. But like, I mean, since Hamilton, he's moved into making movies and stuff. So um, so he'll be, he'll be in this one. So that's already a weird cast. Edward Norton and Janelle Monet. I, I don't think they've been in a movie together. Until now. Yeah. All right, well, fancy that. Uh, we'll keep you updated on any more updates. I'm sure they're not done adding to that cast also, but... Okay, Amazon is trying to take over the world, Andy. What's going on? By the way, they uh, delivered to the wrong house today, so okay. they're doing a great job. They're probably listening to this as you say that, and they're going to fix that. They're going to... Like, all right, we'll just give you a well, free... the annoying um, part is, so... You know how they always take a photo of the package, like a proof of life th- at your doorstep? Yeah. Well, this one is zoomed in on just the package. Like you can barely even tell where the floor is. It's it's glad, not in front of my house and not in like our mail area. So it's like, well, usually like you can see where the rug is or, you know, someone's welcome mat kind of thing. 
It's like, nope, none of that. So I have no idea where my package is. Yeah, it doesn't help. Well, anyways, Amazon is, uh, they're, they're in a lot of different uh, games, right? They, they do a lot of different things. Uh, but we uh, talk about, you know, movies and stuff here. So um, they're trying to expand their uh, original content, I guess, uh, trying to, to buy more production companies. Uh, they're looking to buy MGM. So one of the big movie studios uh, right now said they, they, they're offering like $9 billion. Unbelievable. Uh, so, I mean, MGM is MGM goes way back. Like, uh, just go watch Mink on Netflix. That is he worked for MGM like it is it, it has a million movies in his library and um i mean i think a lot they partner with amazon already a lot of the their library is is with amazon but i'm surprised Amazon's people haven't to, gone after MGM for the the roar you know the tiger roar the lion yeah roar. it's 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 iconic i know um, but that's probably animal cruelty uh, well that was in the past right uh, uh, come on when has that stopped anyone they're from not, canceling they're anything? Not still filming you know what i think that was actually in mank they even show them like have the lion there yeah they have some famous behind the scenes like footage of that he's just sitting on like a giant wooden little uh like stool yeah and you know there's trainers right there and they're probably holding like a big sirloin or something for him and he does his little move but yeah i'm surprised people are not like that's offensive and racist and you're canceled mgm I think it's fine. I think we live they, in a uh, silly world, Andy. They uh, they've been grandfathered in, you know. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, well, that would be that would be pretty big. I, MGM's kind of lost some of its uh, power as a movie producer and distributor, but they still so they have a huge back catalog, and they still they still make a lot of stuff. They make shows. Um, and if you remember last week, I talked about uh, me getting my uh, trial for Epics. Yeah. through Amazon in order to watch a couple of uh, movies on there. Uh, Bill and Ted was the, the one I really wanted to watch. So that was, that is an MGM movie that was so um, that was through available on Epic. So if Amazon got them, then they could just say goodbye to Epics and put all that stuff that they, they make for that service and get that all on Amazon. So I really hope that doesn't go through. This is yeah. a hundred year old company. You want some dumbass new wave wave ruining the world thing to take over at uh, MGM. Well, I think at this point it's like, there's like no connection to old MGM in the, in the sense. I know, like, but still been bought and sold a million times. And like, like so like MGM, like people know MGM uh, resorts, like MGM grain and stuff. That is a separate company. Uh, they spun it off years yeah, ago. It's like Fox news and Fox. Yeah. yeah. So Hulu. that hasn't been owned by uh Metro Goldwyn, mayor studios in in quite some time look at you knowing the full name Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean and that's the thing is metro goldwyn mayor was a merger of three different companies all all those years ago so i still don't like it do you think this is going through uh we'll see i don't know if it'll be quick but um i would say yes it's amazon so uh, and I don't know what the, the deal with MGM and uh, James Bond is. Like, they've always been putting out the James Bond movies, but I don't know if that's. I don't think they own. They don't own the character of James Bond, but probably just a a deal that was struck, you know, a hundred years ago. Yeah, I do wonder if that would be going forward. So it'd be like 
Jeff Bezos is James yeah, Prime Bond. Studios yeah. presents. I'd hate to see that. <laughs> Ugh. Things may have been different had my package been delivered to my door, but it's like one out of three gets delivered to the wrong spot now. And I don't order much anymore, too. I try and be not just giving my money away to this one and only company. I, I don't get it because you're... Your number is your number. You don't even have units. You have like actual addresses. Like, I think they? that people just get lazy. Like they're they hire so many people. These people are always new, probably. Yeah. Like when you order something UPS, those are pros. They're coming to your house. They're like, yeah, I know where I'm going. Get out of my way, bub. This guy is pulling around like a little cart with five thousand, you know, different packages, and he's just like. Fuck! It's like that scene in Superbad where the kid uh, McLovin throws the beer on the ground. That guy has to clean it up. And he's like, "Fuck my life!" It's like that for them, I, I imagine at least. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know how you mess it up. And in the notes, it says, you know, our our key and our floor. So it's like you really can't botch this job, but they do all the time. Yeah, that's too bad. I've I haven't had problems. So also, while we're on the shipping, ah. Andy, listen to this. I never order through Walmart, but I did because I need a wagon, like a f- collapsible wagon. You know why? Because Costco trips. My car is a whole key over, meaning every time I go to Costco and get you know a big box of food and like bubble waters and whatever else, I have to park upstairs, walk, make four or five trips. So I was like, everyone here has a cart. Why don't I just get a cart? And I found a cart at, co- or at Walmart. For 45 bucks, a collapsible little wagon. And it was supposed to ship and deliver yesterday, Monday. And Sunday, they're like, uh, we can't find it. This oh, is no. back ordered. We may or may not give you a wagon. I was like, God damn it. I still have no idea what's going on with that. Uh, everywhere else, tar- uh, Target was 60 bucks. Costco is like $80. Amazon is about 85 bucks for a collapsible wagon. I don't need a bells and whistles. I just need it to hold stuff. Well, you can be patient. They'll I get have to it go eventually. To Costco soon. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, we're running out of food. There's other food stores. No, there's not. There really is. But bargain discounts. Their trail mix, Andy, is so good. It's thirteen dollars, but it lasts like three weeks. It's the best. Okay. So. Okay, trail mix. <laughs> Who doesn't like trail mix? And they have cashews in this one. Um, were we done talking about Amazon buying MGM? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about Attack the Block Two announced. This is at Attack. Mall in Orange. Uh, it is not. It is. It is a a sequel to a movie from around ten years ago that uh, I enjoyed pretty pretty. Well, uh, it's not not the most popular movie. I did not think they'd ever be making a sequel to it, but is it is a a funny little uh, alien movie, alien invasion? But the aliens are not like green men; they're like gorilla monsters. It's it's Whoa. pretty unique, uh, and it's it is John Boyega. Yeah, that's the 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 big reason. That was his uh, first movie before Star Wars, and probably wouldn't have been in Star Wars if he didn't have that. Uh, movie there uh so it's pretty cool that now he's a bigger star and they're gonna Wait, is it? make a sequel oh it has nick frost love that yeah it's uh edgar wright produced it so um 
I mean, that's kind of why I think people even know the movie. It was like, oh, I don't think I've ever heard of this. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a big deal. I mean, I saw it on like cable, like not. That you long can watch ago, it but... free on Tubi. I'm being okay. told on yeah. uh, IMDb. Uh, but it was it was a cool movie, and it's it's like young kids in London. It's very different. You won't really think of that. Uh, so. Never would have thought a sequel was coming, but it is. So, I would All say right. if you could if you could find the original movie, uh, I'm surprised it's not streaming. I think it was at some point. It had to be on somewhere, uh, but it probably will be again before the sequel comes out. But is this at all related to Attack the Gas Station? I don't know what that is. <laughs> is that a board game? No, it's a another movie, and they made a sequel in 2010. Okay. Well, that 2010 is before this movie came out, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, fancy that. Uh, I'm sure you're excited. Are you in that by any chance? No, I think they're shooting in London, so. Wow, you could fly, yeah. Andy. All right. Well, I think we'll begin with uh, what we've been watching, but before we do that, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com now to get the best dog leash you've ever come across. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And if you act now, plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. So head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off the greatest dog leash there ever was. This thing is so simple. You'll love it. Okay, Andy, how many do you have? I have three. I got four. Whoa. All right. You want to lead us off? Yeah, and one of them is uh, something I've already talked about in ongoing series. Um, and maybe I, you know, s- sneak peek, uh, I talked about it, that an HBO series that is very good right now, that is a uh, mayor of Easttown. So it's uh, been on for five weeks. It's, it's a seven-episode miniseries, so it's uh, about to wrap up. And uh, it, it is really, really good. I know I know. I said I liked the first episode, but I've been continuing watching. Uh, it's, it's great. It's Great acting, very suspenseful. Um, I don't know why you're not watching it, Sean. I don't, I, know. Uh, I don't know either. It's, um, it's very good. So if you're looking for an HBO and you're like, oh, I want that old HBO quality, uh, that it is up there. And uh, it'll definitely win awards when it comes to it, when they do whatever best miniseries, whatever they call that. Um, but all right, yeah, maybe I'll add it to my list and... Uh, Give it a viewing. Quite good. And this last week, this last week's episode was uh, very interesting. Enjoyed oh. it very much. Okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll add it to my list. We'll see. All right. Um, I finished Sons of Sam, the four part docu series on Netflix. Now, uh, I think I had only watched like two episodes last week, so I finished it. Uh, it gets a lot more in depth with uh, the specific journalist doing his investigative reporting. Um, gets into you know satanic worshiping and other people and motives and like just different involvement, and uh, gets pretty dark. 
uh, if you're a big German Shepherd fan too, you might be like, God damn it. Um, so yeah, it's 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 interesting to say the least. Um, worth watching, I, I suppose, if you are into the learning about that kind of stuff. Like I said last week, I I knew nothing of that one. It was in New York in the seventies. Like I've been there once and I wasn't alive in the seventies. So yeah, you just know references to it from uh, Seinfeld, right? Exactly. Was Newman like delivered mail to him or something? Or because or the what? mail never stops. Yeah. I don't even remember, but well, because I think Jerry asks like, uh, you know, he went crazy or something, and he's like, why is that? And then Newman says, because the mail never stops, and uh, the more you got to get out, the more comes in, and the more you get out, the more comes in, and then it's postage clearing day or publisher's clearinghouse or something. <laughs> Must have meant something. I mean, I know publisher's clearinghouse just gives people money, like, somehow. How? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. How, that's all stuff from the 90s. But, yeah, check that out. Yeah, you want to go again? Okay, I watched uh, the last movie on Epics that I wanted to watch. So okay, I said I wanted to watch to a, to a close. Yeah, I wanted to watch three movies, and I watched all, all three of them. So the last one here, uh, it's called Saint Maud. It is uh, an A twenty four horror movie. So that's the kind of stuff I like. Uh, so it is. It's very much in that vein. It is. You can watch this on Prime. Is it? Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe Saint Maud from twenty nineteen. Yeah, maybe it just got put on there. Yeah, it was it's on, on, on Prime. I mean, yeah, all the all the A twenty four stuff comes to Amazon. Eventually. Exactly. Uh, but this was only on Epics from when I knew. But uh, all right, <laughs> uh, it is an uneven movie in that the last forty minutes of it are great, like super intense. Uh, so, like the, the premise is that uh, she is a nurse uh working for uh like a private nurse like a person on hospice who's gonna die so she comes to the home uh and she is very religious and is like i'm gonna save this uh this woman who's a non-believer um and it's it's on some like coastal british town not like it's not london it is some place i've never seen before but uh very interesting looking and uh, uh it just goes in some you know weird directions as you would expect from one of these types of movies. The problem is that the, I'd say the first, the first 40 minutes, it's not that long of a movie, but the first, the first 40 minutes are just, just really slow. And that's, I mean, that's how horror movies usually work, but this is especially slow. And it is really going to, I would say really turn people off to be like, this movie isn't interesting, which is a shame because I said that, that the last section of it is, is great. It like, it really got my heart rate going and everything. It was, mm. uh, I was like, holy shit. And I was really into it from that point on. Whereas the first 40 minutes, I'm like, ah, what, where, what is this going? Where is this going? So uh, I wish it was better all the way through. Because um, then I would give it a, 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 I'd recommend it very strongly. But I would say most people would find it hard to get through that beginning of the movie. So, Okay. Uh, but I'm glad they make movies like this. And I'm interested to see what uh, this person does next. All right, well, very good. Um, should I go again? Yeah, I think we can go alternate. I watched Green Zone, I believe, on Netflix, but it is also on Prime, probably everywhere from 2010. I don't believe I'd ever seen this. And, Matt Damon uh, movie? Yeah, Matt Damon yeah. is uh, over there in Iraq looking for dub MDs. 
and it's a whole thing like are they there and this and that and uh greg kinnear jason isaacs pretty good um i enjoyed it i mean it's it's action it's a whole deal so yeah, i saw it in theaters Whoa. <laughs> saw it like at like 11 o'clock at night or something for some reason <laughs> went to the midnight showing yeah not not like <laughs> an opening it was just like hey let's go to the movies or something see what's out um yeah i think it was fine yeah you can't go wrong with a war movie especially yeah. with matt damon in it i think that movie would be very interesting to watch like 20 years from now yeah even like further away from iraq be like oh yeah remember that thing yeah and i also liked he at one point i mean he's just like a you know regular sergeant or something in the army he gets his ass kicked by jason isaacs because i think he's like a ranger or something it's like that's jason born like i don't think that would happen he's like yeah and this makes sense he, this guy'd probably whoop his ass in uh, real life if they're yeah. you know that level of uh warriors soldiers but also made me wonder it's like where's greg kinnear been uh tv probably i don't know i mean people come and go damn that's how it works uh-huh. i guess things slow down after stuck on uh on you for him yeah well that was matt damon too <laughs> that's true <laughs> Yeah, they've had different careers since then, I would say. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, I also watched a movie with, with Green in it, uh, Greenland, which I believe you watched a few weeks back, right? <laughs> I put that on the other day because I was just going to take a nap. And I was like, I've seen this as a fun action movie. And then I ended up watching the whole thing again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it came to it came to HBO this week. Uh, Gerard Butler, disaster movie. It is very much uh, like a throwback to old types of movies like they don't really make these movies anymore um but yeah well done it's it's fun great isn't it yeah like i did not expect much and i was like oh yeah this is there's there's like little things to it like that's like this is actually like a well-made movie like in the the very beginning there's a scene he's going to his house and it's like oh he's, he's he leaves work early he wants to get back to his house and he goes to like ring the doorbell and then stops himself and just opens his keys. And so right there, they don't even, they don't even have to tell you like, oh, he's not living there. And he must be having problems with his wife. Like they don't have to like have like some idiot character be like, hey, who's, oh, is your wife still mad at you? They just like that yeah. little little second, two second thing like tells you something. And it's like, oh, these people actually know what they're doing in, you know, making a movie here. Yeah. Um, it so. also boils down to it's basically all that kid's fault. Yeah, that was <laughs> every I don't even think those asteroids or comets would have even come. I think they, they would have avoided Earth had that kid not been born. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I try not to think too much about the science. I like that they uh, will, you know, pretend. But like I was thinking, like, I think the dinosaurs mostly died out because the comet killed like it put so much stuff into the air that it like even blocked the sun and like plants died and basically like the food sources died. So like, it wasn't just the impact that killed the dinosaurs. Uh, so it's like, I don't think, I don't think humanity would survive. <laughs> yeah. Even and in well, a shelter. You know what? Since this is kind of fresh in my mind as well. So remember at the end, they're saying, you know, there's going to be and spoilers here, I suppose. Uh, it's going to bring like a, 800 degree wave of like fire around the world in seconds or something. And then they're like 75% of animals will die. Yeah. It's like, how do birds survive that? How does anything <laughs> survive 800 degrees? 
cave turtles, <laughs> like natural bunkers, I think. I guess I birds know. just have to know where to go. They flew high enough, yeah. They go above the, ha- the heat. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah, a it's fun very, little movie. Yeah, it's just a movie where, oh, they decide they need to get to the bunker that the government's building that no one knows about. Yeah. Um, so it's on HBO. It's no reason not to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you watch the new HBO movie? I did. Okay. So we're going to end with this because I did as well. Uh, this also just, uh, I don't know if I like the title at all. It sounds like it'd be like a Western movie or something. Uh, but perfect for me. I'm going to Montana in August. And by the way, Butte is in Montana. It's a little south of where I'll be, though. I'm, I'm going to be a lot more north. Uh, but, you know, the scenery, it's going to be similar. So you want to set the uh, the stage here? Sure. And I, I did have, I did watch one more movie, but it's connected in a way. I forgot to put it in my list. Watch, but uh, Backdraft? Uh, no. <laughs> close. I don't know. Maybe close. Um, yeah, Those Who Wish Me Dead. This is uh, one of the Warner Brothers movies that comes to theaters and HBO Max the same day. I assume it was supposed to come out last year. It was, I'm sure, filmed a couple years back. Uh, it's starring Angelina Jolie. It's got uh, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, who I love. Aiden Gillen and Nicholas Holt were the, the bad guys, uh, two solid actors that I like. And uh, uh, why am I blanking on his name? The John Bernthal? John Bernthal, yeah. The Punisher. He's really fun to watch in everything that he's in. He's... I don't think you can ever get him to sound any different. He's always going to sound the way he is. Yeah, he can't change that. Yeah, which is fine because it's like he's playing a cop and it's like, yeah, he's going to be a badass cop. Yeah. Um, Like Greenland, I feel like this was very much a throwback movie. It was very much like a 90s movie. And I am fine with that. I do not. Yeah, I enjoyed every second of this, I think. I don't care to think too much about it. I saw there's a lot of people on the internet who were like, this movie sucked. And it's like... Yeah, if you want yeah, to try to like nitpick people hate everything. everything. Like you can yeah. never look at any reviews where it's that's what they say. And it's like, what's your life? Like, oh, everything sucks. Well, then you should watch that show yeah. from Netflix, which was great. Maybe Especially when it, it is a very simple premise. They don't even try to like uh, go too deep into it. It's like, oh, these hitmen are trying to kill a guy who has information. And yeah, you don't uh, even need to know what it is. The sun escapes and they have to track down the sun and they're in Montana. It's like, okay, I don't, I don't care. I don't really care. And like, uh, there are people like, well, if they were such good hitmen, how do they let the kid go? And it's like, well, cause then there wouldn't be a fucking movie assholes. Like that's yeah. like, I don't, I don't need that. Like, um, the, the whole point of the movie is you get to see, um, you know, landscape and fire and bad guys and people running away from bad guys, people shooting at bad guys. It's, it's fine. It was a good movie because it had two great plots going on at the same time. Whenever you can have that, you're going to have a good movie for the most part. This obviously was an epic wildfire alongside two goddamn just horrible people. That'll stop at nothing to just murder this kid so that you know, a couple of congressmen can't go to jail. Yeah. Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah. Well, was he the actual congressman or was he the, like, the I think person? he's just a bad guy, but yeah, that was something they must've cut some scenes for that. That was strange. I know just for like, <laughs> he flies. They just in, happened to be on a flight, him and the director, like a couple of years before this. Like, 
I'll I'll, I'll work with everyone whatever you give me a chance. He's like, I got something, but it's small. He's like, I'm in. Like, I'm in yeah. Montana actually the same weekend. That's probably how it went down. Yeah, that's because Tyler Perry is so free all the time. Yeah, although he might be, I don't know. It, back in back like ten years ago, Tyler Perry had like a new movie and TV show out. He's every settling day, so. down. Yeah, but he is he is a very small part of this. He's not even a factor to consider. I thought it was strange to see Angelina Jolie in this role. I feel like yeah. I don't know the last movie I saw of hers. Gone in sixty seconds. No, I'm sure not. Uh, but she doesn't. She hasn't done a whole lot, and she's she's getting up there in age. And it's like, should she still be doing action roles? But I, I was fine with it. I, I believed it that she was a veteran, uh, yeah, firefighter. I had no issue with that. And, and she also has, she has another big action movie. She's the star of the the Marvel movie, The Eternals, that's coming out later. So the last uh, movie of hers I watched was Wanted in 2008, and that was a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, I think Remember she's that, like curve the bullet or something. Yeah, I think she's tried to like she's done a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff. She's directed and stuff. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she's like, been in things like Maleficent and such. I just yeah, I never watched those. They made two of those, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah this is a fun movie. And I mean, it's it hits home for us Californians because we deal with wildfires every other day in the summer. Yeah, although. We're not. We don't get the not. lightning. How about that lightning scene? Holy shit. That was yeah. like War of the Worlds. That was cool. It's horrifying. Yeah. We just don't experience that. But I, I enjoy the movie. I mean, it's hour 40 of fun, you know? Yeah, it's not like revealing deeper meaning about human life or anything. It's just it's a movie where bad guys are trying to kill people and you got to run. It's like that. I like those movies, so. I also do feel like it was kind of a stretch. They find one photo with a backdrop that, you know, can uh, kind of signal where they would be. And it's like, that's where they're going. This one photo. He's like, yeah. I don't even need to know. Like, this could have been just a one-time thing. Or maybe this guy isn't even there uh, working there anymore. Maybe he died. I don't know, but I do know they'll be there. And this is the only road in, so we'll be here. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, well, why didn't that guy just like mail it to the Washington Post or something like that? But it's like, who cares? Because it's a movie. That's why. Yeah, exactly. And again, just don't go too far into it. It's like these guys are just that good. They know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, yeah. When I was said this movie reminds me of like a '90s movie. I was thinking it's like it's like Cliffhanger or something. You know, like yeah, which a, I added prime. to my list to watch. I haven't seen that in 17 years, probably. But I, yeah. I remember it being pretty fun and. John Lithgow. Yeah. So, yeah, Cliffhanger was a 90s movie with bad guys set in a national park. Um, and, yeah, I was like, this is like it's like Cliffhanger or something. And that uh, was so ahead then, of its time. It's like you didn't have HD back then. We watched that in 4K. Yeah. Uh, so then I went on to Amazon and I was looking through stuff. And then I see, oh, Cliffhanger is on Amazon. It's on so HBO. I, I just immediately put it on. Look at you. So I watched Cliffhanger as well, and it is it is fun. It is that's exactly what I wanted. So those movies are good. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's not on HBO anymore. I don't see it on my list. I don't know if I ever saw it on HBO. I, I Maybe watched I it did have Amazon. it on Prime then. Yeah, it's on Amazon, and yeah, it was in 4K. I was like, cool. All right. Oh, it is on Prime. Yeah, I have yeah. it on here. So you can check that out as well. Yeah. Do a double feature like I did. Enjoy it. So. All right. Anything else to add before we wrap up uh, entertainment? 
No, that is that is it. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 220 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Wildfire Andy. Yes, wildfires. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>